0: Hello, this is Alexander Cross, attorney. Uh, If you'd like to learn more about criminal law here in the San Francisco Bay Area, be sure to visit our YouTube channel Law Offices of Cross and Associates. Now, we received an interesting question here on our channel. Um, I I was arrested uh, after having run a red light for drinking three beers. I didn't have a license and I gave a fake name to the police. When they ran my name and my prints, they found that I had an old domestic violence case from 2008. What can happen? Well, first of all, let's talk about the three beers. You're driving, you ran a red light. Running a red light is probable cause. That means if you run a red light, the police have the right to pull you over to figure out, hey, what's the deal? Well, if you ran, if you say that you drank three beers, well, my first question would be, what's your weight? How much do you weigh? See, because what I have here is a chart from the DMV which basically tells me the amount of alcohol that somebody might be able to have in their system and still be under the legal limit. Now, if you're talking about a man that weighs 140 pounds, if you drank three beers, eh, you could be at a 0.13. Remember, the blood alcohol limit here in the state of California is 0.08. Now, if that same man drank three beers, but he weighs 240 pounds, well, that's a 0.07. So it would be under the legal limit, which means in order to give you a DUI, uh, running a red light would not be enough. They would have to show that your um, driving was actually impeded by the alcohol. So that's the first question I would ask. It has to do with the weight. How much did this man weigh? Now, the other question, uh, let's see, if you're here, da 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 Okay, so, and he gave a fake name to the police Um Uh, Generally speaking, they're not going to charge anything there. Although if you give a fake ID to the police, they could uh, charge you with a violation of uh, Penal Code Section 148.9, which is a misdemeanor that carries up to six months in the county jail. Um, You don't want to be giving fake IDs to the police um, or fake names for that matter, but definitely no fake IDs. Um, and then when they ran his prints, um, they found a domestic violence case from 2008. So the first question I would have regarding that domestic violence case from 2008 is the following question: Did you already resolve that case? Did that case already get taken care of, or did you have a warrant? 12-year-old warrant, but still a warrant nevertheless, because warrants can be renewed once every 10 years. But, but that's another detail that's not necessary to go into. But. If you've already resolved that case, let's say you resolved that case back in 2008 and we're in 2020, that shouldn't affect you. Generally speaking, uh, cases are only priable for 10 years unless they're strikes. Obviously, if it's a strike offense, it's essentially priable for life. But when a case is under 10 years old, it's not priorable. Um, They're not, it's not going to be used against you. However, if you had a warrant for that case, that's a problem. See, because if you had got a warrant for that case, not only will you be arrested and held for the DUI, but there's a good chance that you may be held without bail. It's not a guarantee, but you could be held without bail for that old DUI case, and you could be brought before the court. Now, what would really be horrible is if you got that DUI in another county. That would be, I'm sorry, not the DUI, the, the domestic violence case, the old domestic violence case from 2008, would be horrific if you had a warrant out and it was in another county. See, because if you get stopped in County A, and you have that warrant out of County B, they'll basically hold you until the other county comes to pick you up. That could take them a couple of days or a week, or maybe a week, and uh, that's absolutely horrific, because you could be stuck in custody for a couple of Mickey Mouse cases, and... uh, You're gonna, obviously you could get credit for time served if they hold you long enough, but still nobody wants to be in custody that long, especially for a couple of misdemeanors. Now, I'm assuming that that domestic violence is a misdemeanor, although it could be a felony. But if the domestic violence case, like I said, had already been resolved, it's not a big deal. But assuming that the case is still pending, assuming the domestic violence case is still going on, well, in that circumstance, um, you're gonna have to handle that case as if it just took place. It's gonna be necessary for the attorney to go to court, enter pleas of not guilty, order copies of the police report in both cases and then the judge would have to give a new court date to come back and start discussing the matter with the DA's office now the the domestic violence case is going to have to be studied in order to determine whether or not there is basis to actually convict you of the offense Uh, it's going to be necessary to probably hire a private investigator to look for any witnesses Uh, the victim we're talking about a 12 year old case maybe the victim has no memory of what happened maybe the victim is dead Maybe the victim went to another country. We, we have no idea what's what's happening with that old case. Obviously, if the victim cannot be found, identified or whatever, uh, well then um, that case could be dismissed just based on the fact that you have a right to confront your accu—you uh, know the accuser. However, if the victim is still available and is still willing to testify, well then that case will probably uh, still go on just as if it happened right now and it has to be taken care of just like any other case that is presently pending that just took place. And uh, all the evidence has to be studied in order to uh, essentially determine what are your chances to potentially win at trial. If it looks like, no, this is a crummy case, it looks like the DA is not going to be able to convince the jury that you actually committed the crime, well, then, okay, well try to see if the DA would be willing to dismiss or lower the charges. And if not, well, then let's take this thing to trial where they'll bring in 12 people from the community and they can decide whether or not you're innocent or guilty. They find you innocent. Well, then that's when they can dismiss the charges. Regardless, if you'd like to learn more about criminal law here in the San Francisco Bay Area, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Law Offices of Cross and Associates. But if you've been accused of having committed a crime, be sure to give us a call at 1-800-862-7677. Once again, one 800 eight, six, two, seven, six, seven, seven. This is Alexander Cross attorney, criminal law, San Francisco Bay area.